Retro Rebel Gamecast is brought to you by TempleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebels release Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You can even find us on Facebook and Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Stacy, and with me is my fellow Rebel co-host, Amanda. Hello. Hello. Well, we may have a surprise guest, and you'll know who she is uh, when she comes. But how have you been? I'm good. I'm good. I enjoyed the surprise guest. It adds a little variety and spice to life. <laughs> it does. She is. She is variety and spice. So, uh, so what have you been playing? Let's get to it. Okay. Well, uh, I've been continuing to play Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, the season four is out. It was like eighty-four gigabytes. Like update. I mean, basically, uh, it was screw like, all my other like games. It took a few days <laughs> to. Yeah, you had to. We had to make some hard choices on the hard drive there. Yeah, luckily I don't. Once I play games, I delete them, so it, there wasn't any problem space wise. But it did take from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. for me to install. Straight installing, no breaks. You know, just straight through. So that was a very long install. Um, it seems good. They seem to have removed the ability to actually, like, get weapon experience and kills in the lobby, like the pre-game lobby, which sort of renders that a bit pointless. I don't really know what you're supposed to be doing now while you're waiting for the lobby to load if it does nothing. Like, so I've just been opening right. my parachute and then just looking at my phone for three minutes, you know, or whatever. <laughs> until it loads uh which i mean what a millennial thing to do but like come on if you don't entertain me every bloody second i'm i'm switching off i'm just <laughs> it is where we are it is where we are in life so and i think we're all guilty of it so there's some there's some new content in um warzone they just had a xp weekend and they had unlocked multiplayer for people to play original call of duty multiplayer sort of over the weekend which i tried and remembered why i freaking hate it like i don't know it just seems a bit crap i (laughs) i've never liked it i don't like it but i do like battle royale i do like warzone and i like the new warzone rumble mode which is a i think I don't know, maybe 50 v 50 or something. It's hard to tell how many people are actually in it. it. I don't think it says it really at any real point. Maybe it's 25 v 25. I don't know, but it's fun um, because each of the teams are on opposite side of the map. I mean, Fortnite has the same thing, and you just you just smash into each other and get kills. It's a sniper's paradise, you know. I enjoy sniping, so I am not mad about this new game mode, and I do fairly well at it. Um, I would say that. Uh, the changes they've made to the Battle Royale, not so keen about. They seem to have made contracts a lot more sparse in density. Um, And there's a new contract that I'm going to call King of the Castle because I don't know what it actually is. But basically, you get a bounty place on your head as like an MVP and anybody that kills you gets money. Um, I don't know why you would necessarily want to do that for a number of reasons like also if if they do successfully kill you then you're sort of out of the game so (laughs) it seems a bit pointless you know you have to go to gulag or whatever and if they don't kill you you've still revealed your last known location so anybody who is half of a brain could go to where they last saw you before that mission turned off and and do whatever but if you're insane like me then you just take it get in a vehicle and just ride around for three minutes you know and just really take your chances because why not life is about living life um that's right (laughs) and uh they've also introduced like uh money and gun care packages that get delivered by like a fleet of helicopter they've introduced some scenario and i don't know what triggers this because obviously it's really early days there's not a whole lot of information out about this but they've um done this thing where at at one point they could release everyone out of the gulags 
Like, so then everybody gets to come back into the game, which... Okay. Fun, I guess, but it just sort of unnecessarily prolongs the round. You know, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, we're all trying to get experience here and giving a whole bunch of (laughs) dead people their lives back, like, in the game sort of negates it for me. I don't, I don't know. It, it may be that they now award you more experience for time spent in the game. So then maybe if you outlived it and more people get respawn, you know, I don't know. I've got mixed feelings about yeah. it, but I'm still enjoying it. However, that isn't the only game I played. If you follow us on social, you will know that I posted about No Man's Sky being on Xbox Game Pass. Right. Yeah. And I... Well... <laughs> I played it. I did. I did. And? I hated it. I hated the crap out of it. I hated it so much. It's the opposite of what I want to do in a game. I thought it would be relaxing. I actually thought I would have an anthem-like experience, you know, where uh, I would just be exploring a planet and maybe flying or jetpacking around or whatever. It'd be super chill. You know, that's sort of what I was looking for. And what I got was a scanning, gathering, building like life monitoring crapasaurus. I don't know. I don't I don't like that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it had so That's, much potential. That is a That that is a that is such a good uh description, I think. <laughs> crapasaurus. Listen, sometimes we just got to have crapasauruses in our lives. Yeah, I mean it's got great potential. I think the world is sort of interesting looking and stuff. I played it for about an hour. Um, and that was enough time to tell me that I don't need to have it installed on my Xbox anymore. It's just, it's just not, there's not enough depth for me. There's not enough story. And if it is just going to be an exploratory thing, I don't know. The music wasn't terribly engaging. The like variety of stuff that you can find wasn't terribly engaging. I sort of felt a bit handheld by the missions and restricted by them at the same time. I really got annoyed with having to like re-up your radiation suit and crap like that. I mean, you're a spaceman for fuck's sake. Like you should know to take a suit that doesn't need recharging every 15 minutes. Is this a joke? Like, (laughs) I don't know. I just really feel passionate (laughs) about how this person is ill-equipped for interstellar travel. And unless, you know, so long story short, unless you really like scanning, like, nah. 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 No? (laughs) Nah, it's not for me. Uh, I'm trying to find, um, that just reminded me i had i had played one of the playstation uh games uh playstation plus games may 20 i gotta find out what it was called i can't remember i cannot remember it has slipped my mind and it's gonna kill me <laughs> i can't see that's the challenge oh there okay now i've got it now i've got it i found it okay and i can i can speak on it now because what you said reminded me, oh, yeah, I did play another game <laughs> since we talked last. Um, is that, well, is that all, all the games that you've play, been playing so far? I mean, yeah. most of your time spent yeah. downloading uh, Call of Duty. Oh, 100%. Of course. Yeah, 100%. But, uh, I mean, I've yeah. played a lot of Call of Duty. I would say I've played for an hour or two pretty much every night for the most part so no man's sky i just i didn't want to come to the table with just call of duty for the next couple of months because i feel like i'm going to play it for a while um so i did make a point to to play something else this you didn't want to do a disco elite no or a world of warcraft for what six weeks straight thanks for that stay well (laughs) i haven't played for a week uh i legitimately have not played for a week so there is that i did uh, well, okay. I've been I've played a few games uh, in this last week. I had some time. It was my first real full week off of not really having a lot of obligations uh, uh, school wise that I that I had to record or you know or, or any lesson plans or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so uh, first off, I started. I, I uh, downloaded the update for Hearthstone. I was not going to buy any cards, and I didn't. I did not buy any cards. Um, Hearthstone does not have its own uh, dedicated. 
Blizzard dedicated website that helps you with like uh, decks, deck building, or anything like that. Hearthpone is the one that you can use. So, and it's you know, and independently, it's kind of like uh, uh, Wowhead for World of Warcraft. But anyway, so you can build decks and anything on there. Anyway, I you, you used to be able to just copy a deck and and uh, from the website and upload it onto your app. So it's like you want to you want to build this particular deck. It would copy that onto your onto the app, and uh, and then if you didn't have any of those cards, it, they would show up blue, and you could just make them if you wanted to, and then fill out that deck. And those decks had been researched a little bit. You got to see some of the statistics on them, the win rates and stuff. And uh, and that's how I was picking had been picking my decks in the past. I only play mage. That's all I've ever played. So anyway, I do this. I find a deck that I really wanted to play. I, I downloaded it and, and, and uploaded it onto the app. I start to build it, and that son of a bitch, it, it is not even, it's a wild deck. And for anybody that understands what that I love means, a wild deck. I try to play, yeah, we'll see. And I play standard because that's whatever the current meta is. I would rather play what the current meta is. I don't want to have to deal with every card that's in the entire series. I just want to deal with whatever's currently, you know, the style to play. And so I spent all this time. I had like three or four thousand dust, uh, maybe more than that, maybe like forty five hundred or five thousand dust to build cards with, saved up. I start building all these cards, and I go to play, and I just built like a really powerful wild deck that I can't even use in standard. And I spent all this money on on uh, epic and rare cards that that aren't I can't even use in standard. They they've been they were banned already. So. I was like, man, I, it just took all the wind out of my sails, and I did not play one game. I spent probably two or three hours building that deck and then not didn't play one game because it used to be easier to tell if I was building a standard or a wild deck and or when you're looking up uh, the decks on Hearthstone and the first 10 or 12 decks on, on this were, were all wild. And, and it's my fault. I didn't look at it when I was when I was building it. And I have been out of the game so long that I didn't recognize a lot of the cards. I didn't know that they were out of the meta already. So, that sucked. That was time wasted. Uh, just just building a deck. Uh, so, I moved on. And I downloaded the two on accident. Downloaded the two games uh, with PlayStation Plus uh, this, this, this uh, month. One of them is City Skylines. Or Cities... Skyline. Yeah, that game. Um, I have some opinions about that. <laughs> well, I started playing it, and I played it for about twenty-five minutes, and never turned it <laughs> on again. Um, it, it, let me just read this description uh, for you. So this is from the City Skylines review uh, on PushSquare.com. Uh, cities. With Cities Skylines, developer Colossal Order has laid the foundations for the city-building genre to return to consoles. Simple controls, immeasurable details, and accessible gameplay all ensure that the urban planning sim is a fun yet challenging experience. What a bunch of hooey! Um, it is the it was the it was the most boring time I've spent playing <laughs> a game. It was. It is immeasur- immeasurably detailed, though. I will tell you that. Uh, in terms of like, I I equate it to a really uh, customizable character creation screen. Just picking the landscape you're going to start in, like what 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 terrain are you going to start in? I don't know. There's 170 of them, and like 70 of them look very similar. You know, this is a. This one has a river running through the middle of it. This one has a river <laughs> running through the left corner of it. This one has a, you know, uh, this one's in the mountains. And once you, once you've gotten past just that part, then you've, then you select, uh, you know, what you want your resources to be and all that stuff. And these are all standard fare for one of these games. But then once you got into it, I don't care what this says about simple controls and immeasurable detail. It was not simple. It was immeasurable. There were just, it was just too much. Too many choices, too much to do, and it immediately was not fun to me. And I, 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 I guess I felt like it was um, for a hardcore Sims player, maybe somebody who wants to do Sim uh, City type uh, to the nth degree. And 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 it was it was just more uh, involved 
than than I personally was really interested in playing. I was I was really looking looking to play something laid back, um, but I w- I felt a lot of pressure and anxiety trying to just get started in my city. Didn't even know where to begin. Um, and so, yeah, I played it for about twenty five minutes and said negative Ghost Rider. And so I ended. Uh, and I've played this game for about six hours, and it is a lot of fun, and it costs me no dollars. Uh, it is called D and D. It's a, it's the game title is D and D style puzzler, and uh, it it is a uh, a choice game, a text based choice game, where you know, like the old school text based games, where you have to read the paragraphs, and then it gives you some choices at the end, like a choose your own adventure type book. Um, it's D and D style. I think it has to say that because it is definitely not made by Wizards of the Coast. Um, it is made by Delight Games, actually, but I think you can get it on Android or iOS. It was free, and uh, you know it tracks your life, your mana, gold, morale. Uh, you start out as a wizard. I don't know that you get to choose. Um, maybe like every campaign, it randomly selects one for you. Uh, but I know I did not pick wizard. It just picked it for me. So as soon as I booted up the game, I'm a wizard. It throws me into this world. I meet up with a bar, uh, I think a barbarian or a, a warrior uh, class character, and we start an adventure. And uh, you know, based on your decisions, you earn gold, you earn morale, you lose life, whatever it may be. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun, man. I've really actually enjoyed playing this game. <laughs> it is, saying something about me because it's uh, way simpler than cities skies skylines because uh, all I have to do is read and select something uh, I don't I, I don't know that that bodes or, or speaks as well for me as maybe I would like for it to but it is fun and it's free and so if you like that style of game uh, you can get it on on a iOS or Android delight games D&D style puzzler or D&D style choice game um, it's fun it's fun to just kind of, uh, if you got nothing else to do and you just want to, you're stuck in a doctor's office and you want to dungeon crawl a little bit, uh, you know, it's pretty fun. So that's what I've been playing. Very nice. Well, you know, I can't say yeah. that it's another week of WoW. I think you've deviated, although you still played a biz- Blizzard title, so I'm going to give you half credit for that. <laughs> I get half credit there, yeah. I did. I, and, and I played a game that I kind of swore I wasn't going to go back to. <laughs> well, you know, it's like a bad, toxic girlfriend. It's hard to leave. It is. <laughs> uh, there's a level of addiction that I need to address probably. So, somewhere. But anyway, so, what's the news? Our second segment. We got. I've got some news here. So, and, and I know you do too. Yeah, I got some news. I got some news. Do you want to start with my news first? For sure. Faux shizzle. All right, so uh, the first story that I have is about uh, Amazon's new MMO, New World, um, which is launching in August, if I'm not mistaken. I think like August 25th, maybe. Um, it's We've talked about it briefly. It's going to be more of a large-scale PvP fortress-protecting battle-focused MMO. Um, which is a bit different from a lot of other MMOs out there. I've seen some comparisons made to Guild Wars 2, which I would say that's probably the closest comparison that you might be able to make. Maybe like a slight League of Legends build or like Smite or one of these other ones because it's it's going to be more of a PvP environment. But the, the latest news is that it's now going into a closed beta in July. So if you're interested in the game, I mean, please look up. I can't do it justice. You know, this isn't first off I don't really play MMOs anymore like I can't I get too into them and then I ruin my life but um, (laughs) that being said this isn't the sort of MMO that would necessarily appeal to me anyway Um, I don't I I like small to medium scale PvP combat in an MMO like maybe 10 to 20 people maximum this seems like it might be even bigger than that or like more chaotic and I don't know I just that's sort of not my thing and I want it to be like guild v guild not just like pug versus pug or 
you know, I don't know, faction versus faction. I, I, I like some tactics. Anyhow, don't know if that's how it's going to be or not. Don't know if Amazon has learned anything from the sort of lackluster appeal of Crucible, which was their sort of first foray into gaming. Um, but if you pre-order the game, you're going to get instant access to the closed beta in July. So you're going to get the game over a month early, at least to try out and play um and there's some like extra in-game rewards for pre-ordering as well so if it's of interest to you you've got a pc and you won't ruin your life with mmos i say go for it why not <laughs> <laughs> nice no that's good um I've, I've looked a little bit into that game i don't know i don't know if it's going to be my i don't know if it can pull me away from warcraft so Probably not. I think Warcraft is like your girlfriend for life. <laughs> it will very, very likely. She has uh, just cost me fourteen ninety nine a month and eighty seven uh, complete full days of my time. So, I wonder what happened to that or, episode. I haven't heard it come out. Actually, I think that one might be one of our lost episodes. Like. I don't think it's really? been released yet. Yeah, it's not been released. I've not seen anything. I don't know because Monica's computer. Sorry, this is a little bit backward chatter. But, um, <laughs> you know, part of the Temple, of, because we're part of Temple of Geek, um, their team edits and helps us with our videos and promotes them and whatever. Um, and we do the same for their stuff to a certain degree. And uh, I don't, I think one of their computers, Monica's, I think her computer's been broken. So I think in the transition of handover, I think that episode might have actually gotten lost. That'd be episode uh, 109, I think. Um, so. Oh, wow. Well, then, then yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to resurrect it be... the lost episode. Episode 109, where the have you episode. gone? Um, but <laughs> since no one will have heard that yet, um, we did talk about the games that we've been playing. Um, the 82, 87 yeah. full days of my life has been dedicated to World of Warcraft. Just with one That's character. That's crazy. That's just one character. So, yeah, anyway. Well... Um, I've got, uh, I saw this today, actually, um, and I thought it was a, I thought maybe I had misseen something or, you know, I didn't see it earlier in the year, uh, I, but I guess it was, it came out during the PS4 release, or PS5, I'm sorry, release videos. Um, so, they, uh, so they, they announced Star Wars Squadrons um, uh, for... PlayStation, I believe. Yeah, PlayStation, PS4, VR, uh, and then also on the computer. I don't know if you... I couldn't get for sure if you had to play it in VR or not, if it's a VR-style game. Um, I am gathering that it might be a, P, uh, a VR game. But it looks really cool. It's a, it's a first-person shooter cockpit-style cockpit aerial combat uh, simulator. Um, it looked like you could also fly for the Empire or uh, the the Alliance if you wanted to, which is kind of cool. Uh, you can fly Tie Fighters as a Stormtrooper, or you can you know fly X Wings, which is a throwback, I think, to um, to a, a PC game from the late '90s, early 2000s, actually, uh, where you could fly for either either side, either faction. So. Um, but it looked really good. But the the very first trailer I saw, the date I saw on it for release was two twenty, two twenty twenty, I believe, or two twelve twenty, something like that. Either way, it was in February of this year, and it didn't release then, so that could not be correct. Uh, it, uh, I know that they are going to have another demo uh, on June eighteenth, uh, where they're going to show live footage. I think we'll get a lot more. Um, answers to that but it looked like a good game they another potential good uh quality uh release in the star wars universe uh i guess but we'll see it's kind of i think the the style of game that i would be interested in playing in vr you know a, a, a game in space where basically everywhere you look uh would be a part of the game, you know. It's like you're not just looking at the ceiling; you're looking into the vastness of space, and and literally any direction there could be uh, something that pertains to you know your gaming experience, whether it be ships coming at you from any direction. Uh, and so I think that would be uh, cool, maybe potentially incredibly disorienting. 
but uh, but maybe something pretty good. So anyway, I saw that, and that is uh, that I thought was was definitely newsworthy. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw that Star Wars um, stuff as well. It isn't clear from the hardware that I've seen so far for the PS5 if there's going to be a true VR component or if they're just going to support the original PlayStation VR. I imagine they're just going to support the one that exists, which means that you'd be able to cross-platform play this to the PS5, right? That's not a surprise, because I think they're supposed to be fully backwards compatible with PS4 games. Um, That's my... That's my only feedback. I don't really follow the Star Wars games that well. I probably should do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but it just occurred to me that if Xbox is going to be fully backwards compatible, we could all play KOTOR again. This is true. And that would be be epic. I feel very excited. I need to do it anyway. Yeah. Anyway, do you have any other news? Yes. Listen, there is a new console entrant into the marketplace. Yeah, it's unexpected, (laughs) it's surprising, but KFC, yes, the Chicken Kings themselves, uh, they are releasing a 4K 120fps gaming console of their own with a chicken warming container, and I'm here for it, I'm here for it, like... <laughs> I never knew that I needed a place to che- keep my uh, my my chicken sandwich nice and warm while I'm playing, but we now have an option to rival the Series X and the PlayStation 5 and we're here for it. No, all jokes aside, it was a spoof post. Um they're just sort of poking fun at the hype uh, around the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. But I'm going to be honest, I kind of feel like we need chicken drawers on all our consoles forever. Like how nice would it be to always have ready set of you know fried chicken drumsticks ready to go whenever you wanted a snack right. like a pizza crisper yeah. or warmer. like it's they get hot enough is what i'm saying like my xbox oh, is sure. a billion degrees like it could easily <laughs> it could easily warm some chicky drumsticks some nuggies like some pizza if they had a way of like Absolutely. not getting the crumbs into the console or like having a removable crumb tray i'm just saying it's not a bad idea <laughs> and i'm here for it Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Well, uh, my next bit of news um, for Simpsons fans out there to check out a fan-made game, uh, Lee Carvalho's Putting Challenge. This is a kind of a joke game that was uh, actually featured in a a Simpsons episode, season five, uh, where Bart Simpson gets uh, a golf putting game that is just like implausibly boring like it's supposed to be super boring and it's just it's just it's a funny joke in the game or in the mo- or the show uh just because golf is kind of boring anyway and this is a, a game about golf that's even more boring than golf actually is and i mean i kind of enjoy going and playing golf as long as i can drink beer um but uh someone actually went and made this game <laughs> they actually went and made the game and uh, it is it is playable as far as I know. It's free. We'll put a link to it in the description. So if you wanted to go check out Lee Carvalho's putting challenge, the implausibly boring golf putting uh, simulator, you are more than welcome to do that. But it, uh, apparently, it's it, it is uh, it even samples some of the actual footage from the original show uh, and music as well. So uh, uh, kudos. To to uh, the fan made game um, from The Simpsons. That's pretty cool. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm I'm here. For and that. I got that's one cool. more bit, but up to you if you have if you don't. No, nope, no, nope, that's all I have. Uh, let's see, a couple announcements, I guess, and this will lead right into our main story topic. Uh, so the PS5 uh, announcement uh, was uh, occurred recently, and so that's kind of the. The gist of the of the discussion today, but um, there were some game announcements, and I didn't want to go over the the big game announcements in this particular. I wanted to go over maybe one or two that that aren't necessarily that are maybe on the fringe. At least one, and the other, and then one that's that I'm sure people are interested in. Um, the one that's on the fringe uh, is a game called Stray. It looks it looks interesting. It actually looks like 
a side quest to Cyberpunk 2077, is if I were going to be completely honest. Um, <laughs> you play as a cat, a stray cat, who has a droid sidekick, and you solve crimes in a post-apocalyptic city. And you wear a backpack. Supposedly, it, it's been worked on for the last five years, uh, and it is uh, you know, the graphics look stunning. I mean, it looks really good. Uh, but it's an interesting premise, definitely something different, uh, something new, and, and that, that kind of piqued my interest anyway. So it's called Stray. It's about a cat that solves crimes. Yeah, they did They did uh, briefly show that in their reveal, and it was sort of cute. Yeah, it was sort of cute. Yeah, I'm, it looked interesting, and so I, I'm going to keep my eye on it anyways. And then another one that they revealed that I, that I thought was worth mentioning, at least in this section, was uh, Resident Evil 8 village yeah that i clocked uh, like right remake. away that i clocked right away yeah. yeah that looked good it's also coming out on xbox so you know that is a horror game that uh you can avoid as well on your on your console yeah i, yeah. I plan not to avoid be exclusive it. to me it won't be exclusive to me being able to avoid it. You can avoid it as no, well. No, to be fair, Resident Evil is one of the few horror games that doesn't usually actually scare me. Like, I, I find it fun yeah. for the most part. Like, there's a couple of jump scares, but generally it's pretty tame. It's a stress. Yeah, it's just stressful. Experience. It's a l- yeah, it, it, to me, it's it's like the original. I think that's why I'm, I was okay with um, The Last of Us. There's a lot of similarities there. With the Last of Us. Yeah, I recently in, watched uh, the full cinematic movie version of every cutscene and all of the dialogue in The Last of Us. It was like four hours long. But I did recently you watch think? it. Yeah, it's good. And you know what? <laughs> then, then afterwards, um, I was like, oh no, like I kind of wish that I had played that. You know, like, yeah. because I don't think that unless you're controlling the character, I don't think you fully get immersed in the experience. Like, I I enjoyed it. I thought, this is a good movie. But right. I was like, I oh, I probably would have felt something, actually, if I had played this. Like, I probably would have gotten emotionally right. attached or, you know, maybe it would have made me cry. I don't know. Like, you know, some of the bits were quite emotional. I probably would feel some things. Um, but I'm glad that I watched it. You know, you've been going on about it for days. Um, <laughs> uh, and and uh, so I'm glad that I watched it. But I do sort of wish that I had played it instead of watching it. Um, because I think I, I might have cheated myself a little bit out of a full emotional impact. However, now that I know what the stakes are, I'm not watching the full-length movie of The Last of Us 2 yet. I'm going to find a way to play that bad boy. I don't care if I have to swap yeah. consoles with somebody for a week, you know? Like, I'll do it. We can, we <laughs> yeah. can, we can share, you know? They can play some Halo. Right. I'll play some Last of Us. You know, everybody's happy. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. You got to. You got to. It will be what I'm playing this week. So as soon as it, I think it comes out in four days, and uh, and I will. Have you already pre-downloaded it? It's pre-downloading. Now. I w- I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Uh, maybe today. I don't know if, if my wife can hear me. Probably today. <laughs> um. Yeah, because it's. I got paid today anyway. So, yeah, I'm probably going to buy it. I just it. got yeah. paid. <laughs> that's right. So, so yeah, well, that segues nicely into our main topic today, which is, did you know that there was a new PlayStation? <laughs> Come on, that's not fair. That's not fair. No. <laughs> did you know? <laughs> slash tag hype train. Like, come on. That's right. Did I just say <laughs> slash tag? Good gracious, it's late. Um, no, not slash tag. Hashtag. Um yeah, I would I would title this reflections on the PS5 reveal because I think a lot of people have reported what was revealed. Right. But I think I I find it interesting, especially because I don't own and probably will never own a PlayStation, and you obviously own both. I think we have very interesting perspectives, or I'm hoping we do, on the design and hardware side. What we now know about it and then also the games reveal side like you know what what did you think of that so that's what i'd like to explore if you're down right oh for sure yeah so i looked at 
So anyway, what what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say. So should should we start with the obvious, the design side? Because we posted on it about social. Everybody's been looking at it or whatever. Shall we start with that and 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 then maybe talk about the games after? <laughs> well, let's look. Let's let's talk of design and also. Um, I saw a price. Did you see the price? I haven't seen a confirmed price. I've seen a lot of speculative prices. I saw a speculative price. We have a special guest. <laughs> It's a, that is a, that looks like ice cream. Mmm. Is it ice cream? Mmm. We got a bomb pop. Oh, wow. For, for all pop, of you that aren't parents, that voice you just heard is baby talk. <laughs> that is baby talk. Bye-bye, baby. <laughs> oh, I think it's so funny how um, parents, like, I mean, obviously I'm used to hearing your podcast voice and so are the viewers, but for a minute we got. We got dad voice just then. Ba- baby voice. You got dad voice. You did. Vivian Vivian uh, brings dad voice out of she me. She has such um, an adult name for such a tiny person. <laughs> I know. Well, Vivi Bo is what she goes oh, okay, by. Okay, so, all right. That's fine. Um, or Bo. Yeah, that's more That's more two-year-old. Um, where were we? We're oh, yes. Talk about adult things like <laughs> yeah. the PlayStation 5 and how much it costs. Um, so I saw a speculative uh, 599 pounds. Uh, for the PlayStation 5. Seems reasonable. Not going to lie. Seems reasonable. Um, Pounds. All things considered. I know. I know. So so what is that? $750? That's uh, crazy. That doesn't seem reasonable. Considering we know what the price of the Xbox is going to be. Like. I feel like you have to equate it to. It's a two terabyte. That's the two terabyte. Um. I think you have to start equating it to a top-tier computer tower. Like, not your HP garbage that can run Windows and, and maybe Microsoft. But, the, but your Alienwares, your, your, your gaming rigs. Just the tower, because you're not getting a computer and a screen. You're getting just the, the CPU for the most part. And it does a little bit more than even your your gaming rigs do now, because some of those don't even come with disk drives. I mean, so, so does least, one of the versions uh, of the PS5 that we've learned. Oh, I know, I know. Probably the cheaper one, um, to be honest. And so, um, and I believe I've got two terabytes on my rig. Uh, it's an Alienware, um, and I think with the monitor and, and all the other accoutrement, it was it was definitely more than eight hundred dollars. American, but, but I mean, that also came with a screen, right? It came with a screen and a keyboard and, and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, and, and the PC or the, the tower. So, um, I don't, I mean, 800 would be pushing it based on what it can do, but I, and, and 800 may mean that I don't get it this year, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see it as, I, I'm, I think, Upwards of six hundred dollars is about where I see it being priced. Now, if I'm if I'm not I, mistaken, though, that seven hundred pound price, so I think it's six ninety nine right. in British pounds. If I'm not mistaken, right. that's the leak from the Amazon pre-order store leak, right? Which yeah. um, I did I did hear about that. Now, <laughs> Amazon hasn't been wrong before from my memory like when these leaks have happened they've been correct um in the past i think it is a lot to ask someone on minimum wage who is bringing 1400 pounds home a month to spend half a month's wages especially when that i mean that's rent that's rent that's a lot that's a lot of money it's a lot of money, considering that computers here are way cheaper than they are over there. You know, like way cheaper. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. by by comparison, the computer that I'm using to record this now is a Core i7, uh, Windows 10 with uh, NVIDIA GeForce with I think two gigs of dedica- dedicated graphical memory. It's I think a 16-inch screen or 15.5. I don't remember because I bought it, you know, several years ago. But I bought it several years ago. It's a Core i7, and I only paid 500 pounds when I bought it several years. Ago. I mean, I'm talking more than six years ago. 
Right, right. So to put it in comparison, and this this laptop has run WoW, it's run City of Heroes, it's run, you know, everything uh, from an MMO standpoint at ultra graphic settings with no problem, no lag. So I think if that's the real price, even if that is the all bells and whistles model, in this economic climate, sort of seems tone deaf. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, you what do you do, though, if you're if you've created something that costs this much and and I know that the PlayStation has typically sold at a loss and they make it up in the in the games in the first pretty uh, yeah and so so does Microsoft so does Microsoft like they that's their business model I think they should probably do more of that actually if I'm honest I think they should sell it at a greater loss as a consumer I absolutely think they should do that you know, as the consumer, I think, uh, you know, sell it for half that. I'd be okay with that, you know. Because if you think about the actual cost <laughs> to get this thing. So I'm assuming now, I'm making some assumptions here because I haven't seen the listing with my own eyes. People have told me about it, so I know that it's a thing, but I haven't actually looked at it. Is that just the pro console and not even a bundle, like with games? Because that's, that's right, another I'd, thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, and I and I think because of the leak, I, I don't think there's any way to know for sure. So, well, um, let's. Watch but anyway, the that space. was the price. So, <laughs> right, yeah. So what about so that the was design? The price. Tell tell me what you think about the design. I thought the design was awesome. I thought it looks incredible. It the the Xbox looks like the 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 sentient computer from 2001: A Space Odyssey. And this one, the PlayStation 5, looks like, um, man, the really cool girlfriend that that Xbox came with. <laughs> um, you know. That, I mean, it's. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, I mean, it's just, it's. It's, it's like it's you versus the guy classy. she tells you not to worry about. <laughs> It, that you are that's exactly correct yes exactly i am the box and the guy she tells you not to worry about is just got you know all of the bells and whistles and curves and and sleek design and and from from a an aesthetic viewpoint i think hands down outshines the xbox i mean the xbox is literally a big black box I, I mean, think, it's in the name. I don't think it's, it's in, in the name. Like, they, they don't have it's to It's in the name, but I mean, but isn't that a little on the nose? The PlayStation 5, this looks like a spaceship, like a cool spaceship. It's so funny that you mentioned that. My favorite comparison so far was made by a writer for Forbes, and I think he nailed it. He says that the PlayStation looks like the USS Enterprise, and the Xbox looks like a Borg cube, and I think he's nailed it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, it's it even does. black and green. It's literally Borg oh, colors. You know, it, it's Borg colors, and but I think you know, if we're nerding out, it's more of a Romulan ship. Okay, I mean, but it's I a cube. <laughs> no, I mean the the PlayStation. It's got it's got curves in it, and and it's you know the. I don't ah, know, but it's, I think you're either forgetting way, the blue, it's way cooler the blue than the landing lights of the USS Enterprise and everything. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like you know, they've even got the yeah. color scheme right. I don't know. I really love that comparison, and I totally, I totally believe in it. But it is the yeah. tallest console ever to have been made. It's gigantic. It? It's way bigger. Um, height-wise than even the PlayStation 3, which was the largest one they'd made up until that point. It's extremely tall. Like, extremely tall. Is it the fins that make it taller uh, that are on it? Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. think I think the... Like, if you really zoom in in it, I think the white fins come up a little bit at the front and make it a little taller at the front, but I don't think they're exactly level necessarily and then i think the black interior curves down a little bit as well so i don't think it necessarily had to be that tall but i mean it's cool though so who cares but you're gonna have to make space for it i can tell you right now it would not fit in my entertainment console because i can't even put my xbox one upright in my entertainment console so it wouldn't it wouldn't fit at all and i think a lot of people are gonna struggle to fit it um customizability wise i don't see uh, easy ways to 
personalize or customize it without losing the, that like white design aesthetic. I've seen some people like do like reskin conceptualizations and stuff doing like black and red versions and things like that. Right. But I think if you wanted a custom one, you're going to kind of lose that Cortana bum feeling. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. I stand by it. But no, you're right. Um, and, and I've got, uh, yeah, I, I, I can totally see that. I think I saw uh, in the in the reveal of it, though, that they were going to have a lot of customizable options, uh, a bl- an all-black version as well. So, um, and, and that, I mean, I, I think that's, they've had all-black consoles pretty much the last, well, since PlayStation 2. So, um, all of them have been yeah. black or some version of... Uh, of a of a special edition so um but i think that from a from a concept perspective or standpoint and and just a reveal i really like the way it looks um and and really that's what america is about is is you know the superficial wow okay (laughs) i don't know what it i don't know what kind of substance the playstation has but i want it and that's that's well see that i think that is so that's the the bad side of the good and bad part of the press release right. uh, is I think the design is beautiful they've definitely nailed the controller front in terms of its functionality although I will always swear up and down like and and I've recently played with a PlayStation controller which is the first time that I have in many many years but the Xbox controller if you have adult size hands it is much more comfortable for sustained periods because the of where the joysticks are located and everything like it just in my opinion works a lot better so i'm surprised that they didn't change the like layout slightly but i suppose if you've got generation people used to to one thing um that you're not really going to change it but i have always felt that the off center design of the xbox um joysticks lends itself to better long-term playing um, and less fatigue overall because you can have a slightly I don't know ski whiffed that's the best word that I can but you have a slightly catty corner hand placement which feels a little bit more natural I I don't know why but to me it does Um, however the bells and whistles on on the controller it's haptic feedback the fact that the triggers are supposed to do crazy amounts of stuff you know the fact that it's got like built-in microphone and all sorts that's cool like i can't i can't argue with that that's super dope um and they have a lot of peripherals coming out for it including remote controls and a camera rig and some other stuff and it looks you know it's its own branded super dope looking gaming headphones like design size i can 100 percent admit they have whooped xbox up and down from look and feel <laughs> like 100 percent whooped nice. it whooped it so that's game i mean it's game i over. mean is it because it's let's Nintendo's talk best. about the game son <laughs> yeah yeah i mean what a what a travesty honestly i felt disappointed for everyone who is super huge fans of playstation because while it's great to give indie developers a platform to show off their work it is absolutely not necessary to provide a cinematic and a gameplay trailer for all these little tiny games especially when you're trying to prove to people that this is worth the price tag like 99 percent of the games that they showed were not showing off the power of the playstation 5 at all like because of their art style because of their budgets i mean even gran turismo i was not wowed by on a graphical standpoint the only game that came close to making me give a crap was horizon zero dawn um on on the graphical standpoint and that is a huge missed opportunity if you're going to convince people to part with more money than really ever before you've got to show them what they're paying for um and I don't know if you heard the rumor, there was a, a, a rumor that went around very, very briefly, swept like wildfire, that the people speaking were actually rendered. They weren't real people presenting in between the clips. Did you see that? Oh, really? Uh-uh. 
It was a false speculation, unfortunately, but that would have sold me the console. Do you know what I mean? Like, that would have sold me oh, the yeah, console. Yeah. You could have wasted my whole time, made me watch all these indie trailers I don't care about. You know, I'm going to be <laughs> honest. I'm a AAA gamer. And then had the people just disappear? Yeah. Like, if you had been like, by the way, this whole time we've been showing off the power of what this console can do, I would be like, yep, shut up and take my money. But unfortunately, right. they're like, you wheeled out Grand Theft Auto V again? Get out of here. Like, get out right. of here. Like, get out of here. I thought... <laughs> Is it 10 years old yet? <laughs> so, it's just unreal. It's just unreal. Like, so, on the games front, aside from the new Bethesda IP, not a single game was announced on the AAA front that we didn't know was coming, first off. They... Right. They didn't... None of them were at a level of power and graphical interest in order to sell me the console aside from Horizon Zero Dawn and that game or, or what are the what's the second one called Horizon who knows whatever but you know what i mean Forbidden West Forbidden yeah. West aside from the Horizon sequel but the original Horizon Zero Dawn was a graphical masterpiece for the the PlayStation 4 so it's not surprising that this right. game is a graphical masterpiece but, you know, you show us Hitman, meh, it looks fine. You show us Gran Turismo, eh, it looks fine. You show us the new Bethesda IP, which I don't remember what it was called, but it looks cool. But the art style is not the right type of art style in order to show off the capability to its, like, full breath. Although the concept is interesting to me. I can't lie. That's the one that right. I was like, ooh, I would maybe buy a console for this, you know, like, hmm. Yeah. Um, what Resident Evil, once again, Resident Evil has not been the leader of the graphical department in, do you know, like, <laughs> that's not their focus. Yeah, they're, <laughs> that's not their focus. Right. Um, and then you, you roll out uh, Grand Theft Auto V again. Like, aside from Horizon Forbidden West, um, there was nothing in that presentation that showed off the power of what something you're going to pay 700 pounds for like presumably that there's nothing yeah. that showed me that that was worth it and that rumor that the presenters were actually you know not real people and they were sim simulated people that was the most exciting thing that turned out to not be true do you know what I mean? Like, that, for a minute, I <laughs> yeah. was going to be like, wow, PlayStation, like, you know what? This could be the year. This could be the year. Like, you fooled me. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the, well, the second presenter that didn't. came on, the, uh, the Japanese, I think, Japanese uh, developer for Gran Turismo, um, he looked yeah. rendered a little bit. Maybe he was just wearing loads of makeup, but he looked a little rendered. And when I was watching it, I was thinking, uh, is that not a real person? And then, well, and then it sort of it was yeah. fleeting, and turns out no, they were all just filming from home or whatever, and he was wearing makeup. But you know, I did think like, oh, that would be the ultimate reveal. But like, you have both yeah. consoles. What did you think about the games? Did you think like I thought, where I was like, ooh, like? <laughs> well, some of my most, uh, some of the titles that I was most excited about are actually coming out on PlayStation Four. Um, you know, and, and, uh, that's, that's not a good sign. Um, I went back and looked at some of the videos. So like last of us Two, PS4, um, but, uh, going back through, I'm looking at them right now real quick. Uh, just as a reminder, um, ratchet and clank. Yeah. No, absolutely oh, not. Okay. Ratchet so the one get out of here, hate that game. No. It's. I've never been a big fan. I did. I loved Oddworld when it came out originally, and I think it was a PS2 game, maybe PS2 Xbox game, um, maybe PlayStation. It's. It's definitely old. Um, and and I enjoyed uh, the Oddworld. You know, the puzzler, side-scrolling puzzler game, uh, and and it looks like they're they're. Uh, I think it is a. It is a sequel, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But again, it's still not a console seller, you know, in terms of pushing the graphical uh, capability, at least initially. The kind of things that, that sell consoles. Um, I did think that the, the NBA 2K21, uh, which I'm not a fan. I don't really watch the NBA. 
but I've I'm always amazed at how much more realistic. I watched I watched probably fifteen or twenty seconds of NBA Two K Twenty the other day, and I thought I was watching a basketball game. <laughs> like I actually thought. In passing, I just kind of glanced over and watched it, and I said, "I thought it was an actual basketball game. I thought the Lakers were really playing, or it was a replay of a Lakers game, and it was actually gameplay." And I was like, "That is pretty cool. That looked great." And so they have, you know, Zion on the on the on the image that, that for the video, and if you if you play it, it just looks very realistic. Like they got. They really captured their faces and sweat, and I don't know if that's game, uh, you know, console selling to to have realistic uh, faces and sweat, but they do have that. So lovely, you got that going for you if you like that sort of thing. The game that sold me though, and the only game uh, that I saw that I would that I am interested in playing at all to any degree uh, is. The Spider-Man Miles Morales game. That's not even a full game, um, though. It's just an expansion. How dare they? Yeah, and see that that I that I was not aware of. Um, did you not know? You know did so, I just tell you just now? Yes, you did. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. it's not even a full game. It's just an expansion. It's just an experience. It's just some DLC. Well, I wonder if I mean, it, I, sorry. I wonder if it comes. <laughs> what a horrible. No, attitude. that's fine. It's <laughs> it's good because because that actually makes this even worse. <laughs> That makes this much worse, you know, because if that's if that's not even a an actual full game, which it absolutely should be, that's not a two hour or four hour DLC. I mean, Miles Morales has his own storylines and villain rogue rogues gallery, you know. So I would imagine that they would. I mean, you could. That man, that's. I mean, it, as I understand, it's a big DLC, like maybe a six-hour, like a la Witcher sort of DLC or something. Right. But it's still, it is not a standalone game, as I understand it. It is an expansion, an added experience for the Spider-Man existing franchise. That is. Sony is sought to clarify the structure of Miles Morales was not misleading the game a new adventure blah 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 it's it is a standalone game but providing no further clarification as to the scope so whatever that means um so yeah, it probably just means based that you on, can play it, like download and play it like you could like an indie title. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not a, it's right. not well, a this full is, experience as I understand it. This is uh this was published today in videogameschronicle.com. Um Sony sought to clarify the structure of Miles Morales since its unveiling. Um PlayStation boss Jim Ryan insists that the reveal of PS5's new Spider-Man game, Miles Morales, was not misleading. Uh, that it will be a fully fleshed out release, but there are no other details as to the scope of that release. So I mean, DLC. It'll be a full game, but maybe the full out. game is six hours. Right, exactly. So Yeah, I, I hate um, to break it to you, but everyone online is saying that it's just basically a DLC. Like, a standalone well, DLC, but still just DLC. Well, a full it is a fully fleshed out DLC game. Congratulations. Can they have their 700 pounds, please? That's right. Well, I mean, it'll be a nice, uh, you know... I think the problem is, is they've sort of blown It'll look good next to my TV then, even if it's not working. ...exclusives, and they've released it for the previous gen, and they shouldn't have done that. They should not have released The Last right. of Us 2 for PlayStation 4. That should have gone on PlayStation 5. Like, that's just smart business. Do you know? Like, why why would you... Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they've got they've got nothing going into this in terms of exclusives that are super exciting. Now, that new Bethesda title is super cool, but I don't know if it's an exclusive. Horizon New... or Forbidden West will be an exclusive because Horizon Zero Dawn has never come over to Xbox from my knowledge, unless I'm mistaken. 
No, it has not. No. Yeah, so there you go. Like, there's your exclusive. But, like, Gran Turismo, I swear you can play that stuff on Xbox. Like, uh. Maybe. I know it was pretty exclusive for a while. It may have ultimately been released much later on both consoles. But like that's not really a but console I've never been seller a, anyway. No one buys a console. It's for not, and it's it's a niche game, games. right? And it's a re- it's a racing niche racing game where you collect cars, and there's like two thousand vehicles you can collect, you know. And uh, I think that they've I don't I don't want to I don't want to put words into their mouth. So they may or may not have added. Uh, a a not a loot box but a microtransaction structure to that game too um but i was very disappointed to not see nathan drake though oh i know and 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 i think that we will you know i think that you will i i don't think this is everything i hope not i hope this is not the (laughs) could you imagine if if it is if this is they're like well guys job done like box them and ship them you know what they you know what they would have done? This would, to me, would be um, a little bit of an upside-down version of what happened with the PS3. But, you know, you, you released PS3 with Sackboy and Infamous, maybe? I mean, you had Little Big Planet and I think Infamous. And, and like, Well, they're nothing. releasing Sackboy like, for this one, so hope you enjoy Sackboy. Oh, I know. And so there's, there's a bit of uh, history repeating itself here, so that's trash. Um, I hope that that's not the case. The the PS exclusives, maybe, 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 Last of Us can be played uh, on PS5 with, you know, with no issues. Yeah, 100%. I've uh, heard that when you play it on PS5, it upscales as well. That's what I've heard. I was hoping that I didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want to assume that either. But if that's the case, well, I mean, I'll be playing it on the PS5. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, all right, so... My, I'll give you my final thoughts because I realize that I've been rambling. Yeah. So, like, my final thoughts is, like, I feel like I'm pretty unbiased generally. While I will probably purchase Xbox consoles. Unless it's Nintendo. No, unless it's Nintendo, to be fair. F Nintendo. But <laughs> when, it comes, <laughs> when it comes to Sony, I feel like I'm pretty unbiased. I will probably always purchase the Microsoft console because I have a lot invested into the platform. The cross platform play is important to me you know the backwards compatibility is important to me and all of my like historical game titles are there yeah so and i think that's why a lot of people continue to purchase whatever console they have in most instances if you have to choose and i'm not in a position where in my life where i feel like i can rationalize owning two consoles i just don't spend that much time gaming and i tend to just rent my games so then i would have to spend more to rent games across two platforms it's just not worth it to me so that being said i can give playstation the absolute definitive win on the design front this is the first time in decades 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 this is the first time in this entire suite of consoles since the original playstation that we have seen a different design um because after playstation 2 and on they all looked exactly the same for all intents and purposes you know they're black boxes playstation is vertically looking skinny and xbox is chunky monkey you know like that you know that's what they all look like and for the first time we got something that looks absolutely different from every console that has ever come before and i have to give them the win for that but yeah so they won in that one and and they lost the they lost points i think we've come out at a net negative um, you get lots of you lose points, PlayStation, for your trash lineup. Yeah, it's and maybe other things are coming, but if that was the case, I feel like they should have waited a little bit longer in order to properly showcase right. the power of what looks like is going to be a very, very, very expensive console for something that there the proof isn't in the pudding yet. Like you can't show me Sackboy and expect right. me to be impressed. You can't show me Ratchet and Clank and expect me to be impressed because those graphical art styles Damn. don't lend themselves to the full power of what these are. For capable. Honor, Tyranny, Project Warlock, Non Guns, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, Greymore, Last of Us 2, Disintegration. These are all PlayStation 4 games, you know? And then the PlayStation 5 list is is a fraction of that length. It's just... Yeah. I mean, it's coming well, out in a couple we'll see, months. We'll see, I guess. Like, we're real close. I know. 
They better. Well, I don't. I don't know that. I don't have hope that they're coming out with any uh, any surprise announcements. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Well, that wraps up this episode of Retro Robo Gamecast. And I want to thank Amanda for this week's discussion. We're going to be on the lookout for episode 109. All the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you'd like to add to the discussion or reach out with questions, sound off in the comments or email us at retrorebel at templeofgeek.com. If you like what you hear, head over to iTunes or wherever you download your favorite podcast and subscribe so you'll be sure to get each episode as it's released. And rate us, because that really helps our show. Until the next time. See you later. Thank you.